Greetings, everyone. We're going live right now on Resident Essentials, the group, and waiting for uh, everything to sink in properly. Schedule to start here at 1. While we're waiting for this to click, I'm in here live, just in case you are watching. And today we have a very interesting subject matter that I would like to share with you. And while I put my title in here. going to keep on talking here because uh, things are just running slow. It must be with the internet. I hear some work going on outside and on the roof, so I'm going to continue to talk. One of the things uh, I want to express is that (laughs) today is October the 13th, 2022. My name is Brother Francis. E. Rebels Bay, and this is my podcast here on Resident Essentials YouTube channel. So when you come in, let me know that you can hear me distinctly. I don't know why it's uh, moving in such a manner. I may have to step out and then step back in. So let's see. Okay. All right. So we're just waiting. I don't know why it's not going through. Okay. It's live now. Yay. We're on live right now. And uh, definitely glad to be here. This is my video podcast channel on Resident Essentials uh, YouTube channel called Clear Blue Radiance, and I'm the host, Brother Francis E. Revels Bay. Today is October the 13th, 2022. And my particular topic today is how to marry the mind and heart. I want to write it again. How to marry. And what I'm talking about marrying is your mind. How to marry the mind and heart. And you know, this happens in different ways. We we don't we may not realize that we're doing this all the time. We are engaging our heart and our mind together literally 24/7. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. For the most part, you are engaging your mind and your heart together. And it happens in a variety of things that we find ourselves doing. One of the things that we find ourselves doing is um, 
Sometimes you are reading a book or you might be doing artwork and things of that nature. But how many of you remember if you attended college or university taking your major and then you select a few electives such as art appreciation or music appreciation or sometimes mathematics and how that influences art, how it shows up in art. And so appreciation, math in that way. And when you do, of course, you'll see rhythm. You'll see uh, so many brush strokes, depending on the style of the artist. And so there are different ways in which that artist or that musician playing that instrument or that ballet dancer or that modern jazz dancer is involved in their work, composing uh, arrangements um, stylistically, mood-wise in, in the music. Also, an- another part of this is also, um, let's say, a choreographer. And they have to use the entire stage, so they kind of have to map out their performance, how they're going to perform a particular dance or a series of dances in such a way so that people up in the uh, balconies can actually see how the dancers moving all over the stage. One of the things about this, and I was having again, you know, earlier this week over the phone and video chats with my friends and also my students. That's how this topic kind of came together. How do we blend our mind with our heart? Well, one of the things we want to do before we even do that, (laughs) is we want to understand what is the mind, basically, and what is the heart. And I'm not talking about the physical heart. I'm talking about your energetic heart, the what we call heart chakra, I call heart center, within your sympathetic nerve system. And uh, I want to say this for sure, People do it through sports as well, especially not, well, they'll do it through group sports. You see it with group teams, baseball, you name it, but they do it more individually. When you're doing it individually, it's just yourself, like a golfer or a bowler, or better yet, a person who studies and practices archery. That's when you can better gauge it and see what's going on. Well, it happens in the martial arts, whether it's Korean, Japanese, you name it, Okinawan, whatever, (laughs) group or by yourself, or you're the instructor. But it happens there. It happens in the study of Qigong exercises. It happens in the study of Tai Chi Chuan. It happens in the study of a person just running and jogging and exercising, being one with themselves. It also happens at other levels. And the interesting factor is you become the bridge. That's right. You are the bridge for all this activity. You are your own rainbow bridge between the different things with the mind that make up the mind and of course your energetic heart center. 
Now, the mind is the totality of your faculties that you are using all the time. You're using your will. You're using um, your memory. We know we engage our memory because we do things like we meet people on the street or if you're a person that drives, you're trying to, you have remembered the route, how to get to your destination. You're just not using, (coughs) excuse me, you're just not using Siri through your GPS. You do have in your mind how to go across town or go across the city or your neighborhood to get to a, a mall somewhere, a movie theater a favorite restaurant, or to meet your friends. You do do that. You plan out a trip, a vacation perhaps, or just a weekend gathering to do. Weekend events. You use your memory. You use the will. You know, you're willing yourself forward, and then you have involuntary action. Just like here, my my, uh, eyelids will flash. (laughs) That's happening all the time. Uh, We have thoughts. That's a faculty. You have sight. That's a part of your faculty too. You have smell. You have touch. You have taste. That's all a part of you, of what we call the mind. And then those five physical senses go into sensations. They allow you to feel what you are experiencing, what you're hearing, tasting, smelling, touching seeing. That's all a part of the mind. That's a very unique experience that we are having called the mind. That's how we kind of function here on the earth. Because we are seeing ourselves move into the capacity. The capacity is our ability to hold on to these things and to relate on a whole nother level. The experiences that we have are external, but they're also internal. Internal is when you're feeling it all, feeling what you're seeing, the colors that you see, the excitement of colors alone, the patterns of colors, designs, and so on and so forth. So you find yourself more or less experiencing life through the mind and experiencing life through the heart center. Now, I'm going to give you an exercise later that we can do now or we'll do later at the end or we may consider, or you can consider it, like a little extracurricular activity once this is over with. But one of the things that allows us, because what is unique with the mind, those things are happening with the mind. Why? Because we have an analytical mind. We're always thinking something all the time. They say that's that left brain activity. Then you have the right brain activity where you're dealing more with the spatial and exponential uh, situations, okay? So you're just out there in space, (laughs) so to speak, within your mind, taking your memory and your sight and your hearing and your sensation 
to a whole nother level. Coming through your heart center through a whole nother level. And allowing yourself, hello there Amber, and allow yourself, <coughs> excuse me, to tune in to everything that's going on. Everything that you find yourself doing. So, you know, you could take a walk in nature, jog in nature. You can go swimming somewhere, ride a bike somewhere. You still are engaged in life. And you're just not thinking about what you are seeing and what you are smelling and what you are touching. Not just the steering wheel, but how the air touches you. And that gives you a whole other flavor, a whole other sensation. But what you find yourself doing is engaging the heart center into what you're doing. And that's very important for us to understand. So you're the bridge and you're the laboratory. Let me get a little sip of water. You're the bridge and you're the laboratory. Because you're the one that's having this experience. Internally, you're feeling lots of things. Externally, you're having an experience, the visual effect. What you're hearing, what you're smelling, what you're tasting. All these things are interacting with each other, with you. And your mind, those faculties, are engaged to what the heart is doing. What is very unique about the heart center, the heart chakra, is that it has the biggest field of awareness. We have electrical impulses running through our nerve system and it's being literally being pumped out through the bloodstream around the body. And then you're engaging your remembrance of that your memory about that and what you're thinking about that that experience so many times what you find yourself doing is thinking a lot like okay I'm not talking about the philosophical thought process just the everyday thought process You know, what am I doing today? What should I do today? Where should I go? Where should I walk? Where should I drive? Uh, What should I do in my home? Uh, Do I need to straighten out some things in my home? Or I'm going to do some cleaning. (laughs) We all get that way, right? We go like, I forgot to clean this. Uh, I forgot to put this back up. No, now I got to like, I got documents and papers and things all over. Let me tidy it up. Let me reestablish order. Then I can move on. And when you do those things, right, don't you feel a a, a shift energetically? Do you feel like something just happened when you did that process? House cleaning, washing clothes, washing dishes. Did you notice something changed? Something shifted energetically in your space? It's just like something that was weighed down got lifted up. You feel different. You can feel the actual current of energy in your place of residence or workplace. Same thing. There's so much that's going on 
that sometimes we cannot keep up with it. Yes, it feels, uh, Amber, it feels lighter, (coughs) happier. And we notice we're going through that experience all the time. When we start paying attention to everything that's going on around us, at times, and many times, we have to internalize it. We have to internalize those thoughts. Sometimes you're not supposed to express every thought that comes to you or comes up through you. You might be among certain people that may not comprehend the thought that you would like to share or the feeling about the thought or the thought engaged with the feeling. Because you, you, you may not be sure like where are they really within their mind. And sometimes... You might have a certain thought or a feeling and it's just meant for you. You're not meant to really share it out. So sometimes you have to think, why did I have that feeling? Why am I thinking that way? So you may have to go within yourself, internalize it, go within yourself and start the thought process of why, to find an answer, to find a solution. You might get it right away, or you may not get it right away. It may take your day or two. Then all of a sudden, oh, okay, that's why I had that thought. Oh, that's why I was feeling that way. Have you ever had the experience where someone is close to you? You you know this person. You may know. <clears throat> of their, uh, excuse me, of their health situation, how bad it was, or you didn't know their health situation and you hadn't seen this person for at least a year or two, and then you hear about it that they transitioned. If you had a historical connection to that person, meaning you had history with that person, <clears throat> you have memories of being with that person. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel a sense of loss. I'll give you a perfect example. Last Saturday, while I was at um, Resident Essentials, I'm a teacher there. I teach meditation there. That's one of the things I I enjoy teaching. And Michelle has me there for that purpose. (laughs) But I was on my way out for lunch. And I was trying to figure out where should I pick a different location or just stay where I can just walk to everything without leaving, literally leaving that area, the parking lot, because there's a lot of eateries in that area. And as I was getting ready to go into this one place, I saw this woman walking, very thin, slim woman, with white hair. And the first thought in my mind was, that's my friend, that's my, I haven't seen her in a long time. We called her uh, Red, but her name is Rose. So I won't mention the last name. And it was so interesting. But as the person got closer to me and I got closer to them, I realized it wasn't that person physically, but as I passed them, 
energetically in my heart center, I said, Red just sent me a message. Red just came through that person. Red. I don't think she's on the planet anymore. But I didn't give it too much thought after that. I released it because sometimes I can make a mistake. Sometimes I could be projecting that thought and that may not be true. But I said to myself, if it is true, I will see some semblance about it later. And several days later, it was posted on Facebook that she did transition. So when I have a connection, a rich, deep connection with somebody, even if I haven't seen them in years, and I hadn't seen her since uh, it's been two, three, maybe four years, and I've been here 11 years already. will be 11 years come uh, next month on the 15th. And usually when I have that kind of connection with somebody, heart to heart, or metaphysically, spiritually speaking, or physically as a friend, they usually let me know when they have gone. I either see them in a dream, or I start thinking about them. And it feels like I'm thinking about them out of a clear blue sky all of a sudden. I start having memories of them. But that means that person, through their higher self, is connecting to my higher self and sending me the signals that they're about to transition or they already have. But in this case, the day that it was finalized was the day that I saw that person that looked just like her. The only difference was this person this woman was a little taller than this person that I know as Red. And a little, uh, a little bit more weight because she was always thin. That's how I knew. But again, I didn't think too much because I didn't want to really think of it on it because my mind was on some other things that I had to think about. I had to, like, you know, review in my head <laughs> what I needed to do the next day or so, because I was, you know, getting ready for the psychic fair, which was on Sunday at Resident Essentials. So I needed time. But then when I put it in the ethers, the universe is going to tell me, somebody's going to tell me, I'm going to see something that will verify it. And then I did on Facebook. So I say all that is, that's the mind engaging into what's going on using my memory right? because I saw her what I saw was like an astral version of her I saw her saw the person and then I responded to my heart huh, I wonder how that person's doing Oh, I've been thinking about her all week and then got a little closer it wasn't her but then it, it triggered she's gone so the mind is always married to the heart the heart center. See, the heart center has this big field of energy. Your thoughts can go out if you if you have controlled yourself, mastered and focused yourself well enough, rooted and grounded yourself, centered yourself. You can send those thoughts, and other people are going to pick up on whether you're on this side of the veil or or the other. But your heart is a big radiant field of energy. 
and it's going to put something out there. And it's, it's like, like a fisherman throwing out a net. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, whew, you can feel everything. You can sense, hey, something's going on in, in my environment. So we want to start to pay attention to how that happens. Because the mind, all of those faculties, do get engaged with the levels of sensitivity through the heart center. And you can begin to interpret what you are picking up and what you're feeling. Because all these things work together. A person who is blind, who can't see physically, (coughs) has all their other faculties heightened. Their memory is heightened. The memory of your scent. I remember being in a club one time. It's called a Rusty Nail on Long Island. When I was about my late 20s, I would go in there and sketch the... It was hard to sketch because it was kind of dark in there. But I was sketching the blues musicians that were playing. And I remember there was this blind guitar player that I knew as a child. He had the same nickname I had, Buster. (laughs) And he was my father's client. And he played a guitar, but he played it really loud. <laughs> and this place was tiny to begin with. And, uh, but the interesting factor was where the band set up, it was not far from where the door was. And why? Because he wanted to be in the part of the bar when the door opens, he could smell the air. So when the door opened up, it kind of opened in toward the place. Okay, kind of open in, not out, but in. So as I open in, if you're facing outside and coming in, the band was over here, and he was like literally right there playing his guitar. Just enough when that when that door would swing open, he had about a foot of space where he could swing and he could smell. <laughs> so it really opened up, right? It opened up this way, and he could, he could smell. And I remembered a person... The guy and his wife walked in, and he recognized the body scent out of all them people in there, about maybe 50, 60 people in there, not including the bartenders, the waitresses, and the owners, and everybody else. But he could tell the difference in body scent and in the way they walked on the floor. And in the middle of the tomb, he said he addressed them as they came in. And I was like, how did he know who those people were? But after learning later, he's blind, yeah, couldn't see. He wore glasses because the eyes were glazed over as if he had glaucoma. But his other senses were intact. So he had a memory of their body scent he had a memory of their perfume and cologne and what kind of cigars or cigarettes the guy smoked. He had all of that and engaged and the guy didn't even say anything to him first, but he addressed him. And then the guy said, hey, Buster, how you doing? So I say that because our mind and our heart go beyond the physical. Our mind and our heart go beyond the physical. That's why we use the word metaphysical. Meta means beyond, and then you got the word physical. Spiritual can be seen as light and energy. So, keeping that all in mind, 
I want to help you be aware, become more aware, more sensitive to the fact that your mind is already married (laughs) to your heart. They're already engaged together. They're interlocking. Okay. And this is an exercise that I'm going to give you. And I'll basically describe this exercise to you. It's really brief, but you can make it as intensive and extensive as you would like. One of the things you want to be, you can do is, or realize, you could do this indoors or you could be outdoors. But I would suggest that you try to be in a place where it is fairly quiet. The reason for that is, in the beginning, you don't want too many distractions, too many interruptions. But once you get the hang of it, you can be anywhere. You can be in a mall, (laughs) and it works. So what this exercise is, this practice that you can do on your own, I'm saying you can be, excuse me, have a dry throat. You can be indoors, at home, or outdoors. Here's what you can focus on. You can focus on a plant, if you're outdoors, a plant, a bush, or a tree, or flowers. Or just the ground itself, the environment that you're in. If you're indoors, you should have a plant, a real plant (laughs) to work with, okay? If you're on your property, you have trees, that's even better because you know the area. I don't want you to rush, but I want you to establish uh, a rhythmic pattern of how you're going to breathe. Breathing in through the nose, letting the breath out of the mouth. And breathing in a way that's comfortable for you, that's very important in, in doing this. You want to be comfortable, right? You want to allow yourself to be very comfortable. Now, Here's something that you want to keep in mind. While you're breathing, and before you shift from breathing through the nose and exhaling through the mouth, what you want to be able to do is this. You want to be able to pay attention so that you can shift from all the breathing in in the nose and out of the mouth to entirely through your nose. That will help you relax and gain composure and maintain your composure. While you're doing that, you start to engage your heart. Or, if you're more comfortable, your mind. In other words, you know, we think all the time. So you start using your eyes and you're looking to see what's available for you to focus on. As you do that, you're allowing an awareness to take place and that awareness to grow with you while you're breathing. While you're breathing, be as quiet as possible while you are breathing. That's very important. Because if you're being loud while you're breathing, You kind of interrupt the flow with yourself and you distract yourself. 
So you want to breathe quietly. That's very important. Next thing that you want to do is this. You want to allow yourself to be gentle. Just like if you had to pet a bunny, rabbit, or a puppy, or a kitty, be gentle. Be forever sensitive to what your environment is. So if you're looking at a plant, a tree, a bush, a flower, or just the ground, or you're indoors, you are observing, right? You have your memory kicks in about what a plant or a tree looks like if you're just looking at the ground. But while you're doing this, this is allowing you to be engaged in nature. That's why it's good if you can do it outdoors. While you're engaged with nature, just feeling everything. That's where your heart kicks in. Your heart center, heart chakra. You're now radiating this unconditional love into the world, peace, harmony into the world. Because that's what you want to see and that's what you want to attract. So you start to do that. Notice what happens. Because again, if you're doing this outside, you are aware of your environment. You might have a few little animals out there. You might notice coming up out of the ground because you're radiating all this energy out into the world, out through your auric field, and it's expanding. And it's going out and out. And energy is riding out 360 degrees. You might be knocking on the door where the ants are. So they come out, see what's going on. Come out of the tree. Coming down the tree. Hey, who's this? <laughs> you might have a couple of butterflies come through. Or a bee. Like, what's going on? This, this energy in my environment like the butterfly effect. You're flapping your wings energetically and everything is being impacted and being influenced by your presence, by what you're doing. You are engaging your mind because there's a thought process here. You're thinking. There's imagination, so you become very creative. You imagine that the bee is connected to you and the ant is connected to you. The butterfly is connected and neither one of them are excited or thrown off balance by you. You just feel that sense of calmness. Because you're communicating that. But here's what's going on. Using those faculties of your mind and engaging your heart center, you begin to feel this gradual energetic shift where the breeze in the air is dancing along your skin and you feel totally calm and relaxed. All the sound that you heard outside yourself gets quiet 
because you're sending these impulses through the brain and through the heart out into the environment. You're maintaining this internal vision that all is peace, harmony, and happiness to you. You may not realize that a man or woman just walked their dog within about 10 yards away from you, 20 yards away, and they got comfortable. Why? Because you're emitting positive energy. So that's something that you could practice from time to time. You can allow yourself at some point during the day be outdoors. Maybe you take a break, lunch break, and you just put that energy out. You pay attention. Pay attention not to just your thoughts and images, but what it feels like. I want you to pay attention to your feelings and these thoughts because your feelings are just as important as your thoughts. Your awareness about it. Your remembrance about it. When you do this, you are engaging both together, all the faculties with the heart center. You are directly connecting them together and there's a communication that goes on with all of that that's in the mind, with all of that energy that's connected to the heart center. And I always tell my students, focus on the heart center. Stay there. Feel and breathe through there. Engage in the mind through there. And you find that you have a much more fulfilling Uh, awareness period a much more fulfilling relaxation period where you're concentrating fully and relaxing fully where your visualizations become cleaner and clearer where you can raise your energy up higher around yourself where you can tune in without being totally on top of something but just be aware of your environment, the pleasantries of your environment. So I wanted to bring this out to you today as an example of something that you can utilize. It's an original, sort of an original technique, but I'm sharing it with you. And it's an opportunity for you to feel better about who you are, where you are in life, and where you're going. Remember, you're the rainbow bridge. You're the laboratory between the mind and the heart. That's that spirit, metaphysical side of you that's using all of that energy, all of those elements to move smoothly through life. Even when there are difficulties to think properly and clearly and react properly and responsibly. Well, if you're ever in the neighborhood here, let's say, let's pick the cyber neighborhood. If you're ever in uh, online and you want to know more about Resident Essentials, Michelle Vidal has a group called Resident Essentials The Group. And you could go join that group 
And just be patient. We'll come through there and let you in. <laughs> and everybody will greet you. Also, go to her website, https colon double forward slash www.resonant essentials written as one word, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L dot com. When you go there and the page opens up, you'll see it'll say Resident Essentials. It'll have a beautiful lotus flower and a very beautiful, I, I call it a, a fuchsia pink, but it's lavender color. That's the emblem. And you go there and you can click on practitioners and you can see all the practitioners there. Like Amber is a practitioner there doing Reiki. She's there on Tuesdays, usually 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Reiki Tuesday. <laughs> and she's a great soul. Uh, I think I think of her like an angel. So you want to go there and see her and get some work done by her. And there are many other practitioners. We have practitioners working uh, remotely, you know, online through there as well. There's also and then new practitioners coming on board. So you want to check out the website if you want to come to uh, astrology on a Saturday. There's uh, Johanna Rader. She's our uh, astrologer there, and she holds something usually, I think, every third Saturday. You can come there, and it's for free, and she talks about different topics related to astrology. I'm there on Saturdays, usually every Saturday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., and I'm there with my Creative Pathwork meditation series, and it's introducing you at all levels, um, especially if you're a beginner, but if you're an intermediate student, means you've been doing it for a couple of years, I welcome you to come in for a minimal fee for one hour, and you get to meditate and experience the Creative Pathwork meditation series that I offer to the public. I'm Brother Francis E. Revels, man, so you would be there at Resident Essentials, located at 3107 Eubank Boulevard Northeast. I think that area is the Northeast Heights. It's just north of Candelaria Boulevard. And if you're traveling south on Eubank, you're going to make a right turn before you get to that light. And you're going to see the sign that says 3107. And that's Scottsdale Shopping Village Plaza. And you go in to the right. You come down, you're going to pass by Nashville Chicken. There's some other shops, and the parking field opens up. And that building that's green with a black trim, we're located right there. And there's plenty of parking, okay? You could park in the slot for residential essentials if you want. And then you'll see you're going to go through uh, door number 34, which is when you come up, there's that black door with a beautiful beveled uh, window, okay? Cut window glass. And that's where you're entered. Now, there are other people that are there. And again, the schedule is from Tuesday all the way to Friday. But we have Saturdays and Sundays classes. There's also courses going on. So if you join Resident Essentials, the group on Facebook, you'll be able to see every course that's being taught there. If you go on uh, the website, they will be listed there. There'll be a calendar there. There'll be the practitioners. And you can connect with the different practitioners. Practitioners have their phone numbers. There are ways you can connect with them. Some of them are working right down there at the center. 
just like Amber is. So you want to come on in. And uh, Michelle Vidal, she's giving readings there as well. So she's there every Saturday. And she's there like a few days out of the week <laughs> anyway. So you want to come on down, meet the different people. We got someone by the name of Lauren White. She's excellent with the tarot. She's in there. Has a very good heart. Big smile on her face, just like Amber has. <laughs> so you want to come on down and uh, meet the various people every second Sunday, once a month, from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. We have a psychic fair and healing fair. We just had one Sunday, and it was packed out. <laughs> Free admission, and you just pay the, the whatever the fee is for your reading session or your healing session. So... Get in touch with us. Come down. We'd like to meet you. I know I would like to meet you. Come in on a Saturday or come in to the Psychic Fair. Or again, join on the group, Resident Essentials, the group page on Facebook. That way you can stay in touch and see what's going on. Most especially if you're right here in Albuquerque or Santa Fe or Bellin or Las Lunas, the surrounding areas, you can tune in. You can be here. You can take classes and courses got a lot going on. We'd love to see you. I'd love to see you. Everybody would love to see you. Come on down. Now, usually on Mondays, Michelle comes on uh, uh, within the group. She'll do some interviews of practitioners, or she has some specific topics that she will talk about. Uh, I like to refer to it as Metaphysical Mondays, okay? And then, of course, on Tuesdays, we have different people. Wednesday, we have somebody there. And then uh, I'm here Thursday, usually about 1 o'clock. And I think we might have somebody on Friday after a while online offering these video podcasts that are absolutely free. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to see you next Thursday. I, I want to let you know that on the 27th, which is a Thursday, I won't be broadcasting uh, that particular day, but I'll be back on um, coming up on November the 3rd. Okay, but I won't be on the last Thursday now, but I'll be back on no Thursday, November the 3rd at 1 p.m. Just want to get that out to you. But come here to the Resident Essentials YouTube channel and watch all the videos, okay? Make your comments. Like us. <laughs> Click the bell for notification. Subscribe. Thank you for your time. My grace is your grace. Until next time, remember that divine grace is a blessing as we are alive and well in the age of remembrance. See you soon. Have a great day. Have a great tomorrow and an awesome weekend.